Well, I've called it an emergency recording session. Oh, yeah. Um, The Last Jedi came out. Episode 216, Children of the Force. This is 2GPMMORPG. Kid Transformation! Anyway, okay. So, yes, I saw it in IMAX 3D. Okay, nice. Which was incredible. Huh. So much more detail to the sound and visuals. That was it. Uh, was it easier to pay attention the second time through? More exciting? Uh, more boring? <clears throat> no, what it is is the first time you watch a movie, especially like Star Wars, you have so many anxieties, <laughs> worries, fears of what's, what you're going to see. You know, you're kind of scared. You're, you're leaning on the dark side of fear, yeah. okay? which we should not do. And the thing is, things will pop out at you that maybe rub you the wrong way or don't feel like Star Wars or you're like, what, right. what were they thinking when they did that? And be- we talked about this with Rogue One, like when we were analyzing Tarkin for so long, we didn't listen to what he said the first time. Because you were so focused on his lip sync and all that. Right, right. The same thing happened to me a few times in this movie. One specifically with Yoda. When I saw that puppet, I was like, what? <laughs> right. And it pulled me out for a while. And you have all those moments the first time you view a movie. But the second time, you know what to expect. Yeah. So now you can just view it for what it is. And there's none of that, you know, angst over, well, that looked dumb. Or why'd they do that choice? You already know it. I, I can't, and then you can enjoy it better. What I can't figure out, though, is if I watch any other movie, none of that matters. I can watch it one time and I can enjoy I it or not like it. So what's the, what is it about that that makes it more complicated? Star Wars means more. <laughs> I think that's the answer. It's not just a movie. It's more than a movie. <laughs> I don't want to say it's a way of life, because that's a little too far. It's <laughs> somewhere in between. <laughs> Honestly, I think the people that are losing their heads over this movie are probably a little too far leaning on it's a way of life. <laughs> right, okay. I don't know. Like, well, I've noticed the Rotten Tomato score is 93, but the audience is 56. Yeah. That's yeah. a big discrepancy. What does that tell you? Well, usually it's the other way around. Exactly. Usually the it critics is. pan something, and the audience is like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Honestly, if you took the... Okay, first off, let's talk money. It made $220 million in the first week. <laughs> yeah, not bad. That's more than Justice League. <laughs> in one weekend, okay? <laughs> in three, so, uh, three, four days. I, if this was any other movie, let's just pretend it was Star Trek, right? Or whatever. I don't know. What other franchises? Like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Or even a DC movie. They would not be getting the level of scrutiny that this is getting. It just wouldn't. Like, no, nobody would be, you know, I don't know. People wouldn't nitpick it as much. Right. I feel like no matter, here's one thing I noticed. TFA comes out, what does everybody say? Oh, it's a copy of A New Hope. <laughs> it's just, it's just rehashing. Now this one comes out and like throws everything we ever thought to the wind, right? And now, and now everyone's going, it's too different. <laughs> like, which way do they want it? Well, do they want it a lot alike or a lot different? <laughs> I mentioned this to you the other day. I said, some of it was too similar, but then what was different wasn't different in the wrong, in the right way. So it was like too different. <laughs> I don't know. It's like talking out of both sides of your mouth, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I did, I, I heard the mom joke the second time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really a mom joke. But no, you're talking to the person who, the, my only fault with the Phantom Menace is when he says, he says we'll be ducks. ducks out here. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're going to say Minox. That, that first scene had the mom, and the other guy says he's tooling with you. Yes. That's a yes. little bit of a, uh, it's very earthy. Finn, Finn says cops. I noticed that. Oh, I didn't catch like, that one. Those, those cops are coming. I'm like, hmm. And then, huh, I don't like that either. And, and oh, they also the page turners. Uh, the page turners didn't bother Oh, or something. I heard this one on RFR. Holdo, which I don't like her. We can get into that. She says Godspeed. Now that one's almost unforgivable. Oh yes. Like why would you say Godspeed yeah. when you could say may the force be with you? Right? Huh. Huh. I I'm definitely not against stuff. somebody saying Godspeed, but why like in the Star Wars universe, there's no concept of a single deity. Right. You know what I mean? Not. That's foreign concept. How does how does that kind of pass? Yeah, like the story group or you know. I'll tell you why, because I don't think the story group is doing their job when it comes to these movies. I don't I don't think they have any say in it. That's what I was gonna say. They have no say in the movies, but they have some control over the books. Well, no, they have say in the aftermath. They are in control of the retcon. See the movies are made and then Pablo's like, oh well, uh yeah, you know, uh it, it all makes sense. <laughs> because, you know. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I'm right. We're, what we're suffering right now from is the loss of, of our founder, Lucas. Yes. And that he controlled the story. He was one man that helmed the story, for better or for worse. It still was all glued together. And people don't... 
this should just be proof that whether you want to believe George or not, he really did have an overarching story planned out. Right. Yes, he changed the details as he goes, as anybody would do, but he at least had a single train of thought and he followed it through. Yes. Whereas it's obvious that JJ had his ideas and then yeah, Ryan Johnson comes in and just basically said, I don't care about any of these yeah. questions. Like, JJ didn't have any plan. He just basically asked a bunch of questions and said, I'm going to just put all these hooks out here and then yeah. we'll see what the next director comes up with. And then the next director said, but I don't like those hooks. <laughs> and I'm and okay with JJ setting that up and leaving it open-ended. But then, right, you have but to then there should have been a follow. There should have been certain questions that he should have been like, "I'm gonna leave these unanswered, but someone must answer them." But when Luke throws that lightsaber over the cliff, that was telegraphing to the audience. Forget everything Ex you thought. Yes, yes. We're throwing yeah. it all out. And then Luke says, "This is not gonna turn out the way you think." Yeah. Back again, he's talking to the audience, <laughs> and he says, "Everything in that sentence was wrong." He keeps talking to the audience. I think <laughs> Luke was like breaking the fourth wall, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the and telling us that this is not gonna be how you think. I know what you mean. And I was kind of fine with that. Now, here's the thing, though. That was funny when he threw the lightsaber over, because we waited two years to wonder what was going to happen, right, and it's right. just, poof. But now think about it, when you watch The Force Awakens now, that scene is ruined. <laughs> when she goes up and handing the lightsaber, yeah, like, yeah, because you, you know what's going to happen. He's going to yeah. throw it over the cliff. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> now, so, but, you know, if he, okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. My two biggest unanswered things are, who is Snoke, and who are Ray's parents? Yes. I think yes. it had to both be an answer kind of, of some kind to those, or like something where you're just like, just short of telling you the answer. Um, I think we got answers to both those in a way. Well, I mean, they found a way that people want it. They cut Snoke right in half without any any idea where he got his powers from, who he is. Right. Is, was, so what does that tell you? A fallen Jedi or something? You know, some that tells you he's nothing. not that important. Right. Or, or there's still that one possibility that we can talk about for two years. Is that he's Darth Plagueis the Wise. He's figured out how to no. cheat death and he's, move into other bodies. He's not Darth Plagueis because Darth Plagueis was killed. Yes, I'm just saying that. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a problem with these people that want the dark side to do all these crazy amazing things. The day that happens, I'm done with Star Wars. Right. Then I will officially go, this is not even kind of canon. It's just fakeness. It's fan fiction at that point. Because the dark side can't keep coming back like that. That's ridiculous. That's well, the whole I mean, point. Good I versus mean, evil. There's another movie to come back and dissect this one. So that's kind of the, like, oh, maybe what they bring up in 9 makes 8 better in some way. You know, that's a possibility. Well, see, that's the thing. J.J. Abrams can come back and just kind of do the same thing that Ryan did to him. He can <laughs> just go, well, yeah, you know, uh, let's talk about the parents. Yeah, he kind of said what, who the parents are, but uh, he didn't quite tell the truth. Because we've seen in this movie that he doesn't exactly tell the truth of what happened with right. Luke. And he I mean, bends it towards you know, his viewpoint. All the way back to Yoda and Obi-Wan not telling so, the whole story. So to me, I go, okay, maybe her parents were, were junk traders, right? Wrong, and maybe they had a debt to settle. And the only way, and they got captured, and the guy's like, I'm taking your daughter as payment for your debt. And they go off to try and work it off, but they get captured or killed, and that's why they never come back. Okay. So they could still technically be out there somewhere, and maybe she runs into them. You know? Ooh, yeah. Huh. And as far as Snoke, think about this. Maybe she already has. In the first movie, what do we know about Snoke? Nothing. He's just a giant hologram. In the second movie, what happens? He's in a room with two other force wielders and he dies. And we never know who he was. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a second. Deja vu. Empire Strikes Back. Who's the Emperor? He's just a big hologram. We don't really know who he is. That's a good point. When we get to Jedi, who is he? Oh, he's an old man in a room with two force wielders and he dies. We never knew anything about Palpatine until we went back and had the prequels. Huh. So really, they could fill in Snoke's story with a TV series. That's what I'm thinking, like maybe the next animated series or live television. I don't know. They could fill it in with a comic, with books. But they're going to answer the question eventually. We just have to be patient. So I'm not too worried about it. All that I was like, fine with him retcon, though. Yeah, but did it for Palpatine? Well, I, I guess not, except that, they, I mean? except like, that they did say he's the emperor of the guy. I guess he's supreme leader. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious as the next guy of who he but, is. Because uh, well, my thing was, like, if all the Sith were dead, how did he learn? That's how did he learn the power? How old is Snoke? Okay. He's probably, like, theory. 50, right? Well, you know what my theory is? Didn't you always wonder who those goons were that were always hanging around Palpatine? They were like in those little priest outfits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does look the like robes. Yeah. I'm like, maybe he was one of those guys. He does look like that creepy guy. <laughs> yeah. And it was like his day off or something when they, the Death Star blew up, and that's why he didn't die. <laughs> or maybe he was like, I'm out of here, because he foresaw something, because his, you know, he wasn't as overconfident as the Emperor at that point. You know, I'm thinking right. maybe he was one of those guys, and he knew enough about the dark side. I don't know. That's that's my that's hmm. how I deal with it right now, so that I don't lose my mind. So is it possible that Palpatine had some other 
apprentices, you know, look at the Clone Wars, how they had those, uh, it's right, possible, but it was only two they are. No more, no less. I, mean, I don't know. I meant um, Rebels, where they have yeah. the Inquisitors, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, you know, was he an Inquisitor? Was an Inquisitor? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That oh, would make and there's those, those children of the Force that Palpatine was kidnapping, remember on Mustafar? Right. Right, we never mean. learned what happened to them. So there's many possible angles. He's probably one of them. I'm sure they'll pick one of those. Let's face it, every backstory is retconned. You don't think George retconned his prequel stories based oh, on sure. how... We just accepted it because he was the man responsible for everything. I would love that Jar Jar, that Darth Jar Jar thing to be true. <laughs> Let's retcon that. <laughs> well, he doesn't look like Jar Jar. I'm, I'm curious, like, what happened to him? Like, what happened to his face? That's what I mean. What, you know, he's got a big hole on the side of his head. I do like, think they should have probably answered, later? like, one of the questions. That's what I mean. All they had to do was say, like, while he was monologuing, he could have said something. Exactly. Slight hint. A slight hint. learned my power at the, at the tree on Octo. And you're like, oh. I was surprised <laughs> how powerful he was, though. Like, when she went, no, when Kylo went to swing at him or something, and he just snaps him back with that light right. and crack. I'm like, wow. And he made Palpatine look amateurish. Like we mentioned before, the I don't have a problem with the Force being more powerful in these movies. What? It has awoken. <laughs> I, I, I have a problem with, like, Ray getting as powerful as quickly as she did. But, yeah, but she's to, not that powerful, is she? Due to technologies and whatnot, I don't have a problem with them, like, overdoing it on some of the Force powers. Think about it. She really couldn't. Things. She couldn't go anywhere head to toe with Snoke. <laughs> and even with uh, Kylo, they were on a standoff, reaching for the, the saber. I do, I do think Ray overlooked something in that whole Force standoff. Uh, the saber was pointed towards Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> she should have had it turned on and when it hit his hand. Oh, yeah. Let the force go. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were going to get into a tussle and he was going to lose an arm. Because every mm. Skywalker in every movie has lost a hand or an arm. The best thing. It happened to Luke and it happened to Vader. I guess action-wise, that probably was the best sequence. That, oh, that was that fight. And then incredible. When she throws the lightsaber at him and oh, he yeah. like, turns it on right to the guy's head. <laughs> right Did people cheer eye. during that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some... When, when he killed Snoke the, in the IMAX theater, people erupted. They were like, yes, I yes. know, yeah, except... It was incredible. It was short-lived. People were whistling. And I was like, this is it. He's going to be good. And I'm like, yeah, but will he? <laughs> and then right away, he's like... I, I was kind of <laughs> hoping he would stay good for a little bit. And they'd, like, hit their first disagreement, like, on how they should do right, something. Right, right, right. No, we shouldn't kill those innocent children. But right away, he's just, like, quoting out of Anakin's playbook. We can rule the galaxy together. <laughs> like, uh, I've heard this line before. <laughs> or as Indy would say, I've heard this bedtime story before. Don't everybody thank me at once. Uh, did you what? notice that Hux was going to kill him? <laughs> yeah. When he was yeah. laying there? <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, right. He's like, mm -hmm. Right then when he's like Huck, giving orders Huck's and then Hux repeats it. Hux was much better in this movie than the, than the Force Awakens. He felt a little okay more. in the Force Awakens. He just didn't have enough, enough role to play. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I mean. He had a little more to yeah, do. Yeah, people are upset about Phasma. I'm like, what did you want her to do? They tried to make her the Boba Fett or whatever. Limited okay. time, but let's, let's talk about really that. Cool. What did Boba Fett really do? No, no, that's, well, let's see. That's oh, that's right. He nodded. <laughs> he said, what if, she doesn't, what if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. He looked cool. That was what right. he did. And then what does he do the next time? He sits in Jabba's palace and he nods. And then he flies his jetpack, does a little ropey thing, and then Han, blind man, <laughs> accidentally bangs his jetpack and he goes, ah, into the Sonic pit. <laughs> like, did not Phasma get more time than that? Oh, for sure. But like, why were people upset? And by the way, everyone keeps saying she's dead. Did we see her die? No, we did not. No, we didn't. We but... saw her fall into a fiery explosion. But that doesn't mean she didn't fall through it to the other side where it wasn't burning. Like, you don't know she's dead, though. Then you saw her Like, armor. until I see a body, her arm actually dead. worked. You know what I mean? She got shot. And yeah, she flex. Yeah. I'm like, why don't they have all the troopers in this Yeah, right. <laughs> That's up to the story group to retcon this rare mineral that's only found. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I, I mean, I seriously think she could show up again. It just depends if they want to write her out or not. Come on, Disney. Ah, stupid robocallers. Can't get rid of them. I didn't care if Edwards get in the... Yeah, the I saw that. Yeah. That stuck out like yeah, exactly. to me. It sure did. He's like the only guy without a helmet. Here was the, <laughs> here was the coolest bits about the movie. Um, Poe Dameron sliding into the... <laughs> Into the trench. That was pretty yeah, awesome. That was like the coolest bit to you? No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> highlighting some of the yeah, that was cool, cool. Th cool things. Um, uh, I liked his U-turn in the beginning in the X-Wing. Yep, yep, that was good. Yeah, that was something unique. That was new, different. That whole battle um, was pretty. The lightsaber coming apart and exploding. That was awesome. Uh, 
I never really thought about that happening, so that was something new at least that I never thought of. Most of that movie I never thought of. That's about it. What about Luke drinking that milk off that monster? That was pretty new. <laughs> uh, that's so gross. <laughs> Why is that gross? But like on a cow, it's normal. Well, because it's an animal we haven't seen. Yeah. I liked R2 showing the hologram. Yeah, so Luke, that was... It didn't feel like forced uh, good, good, good cheap shot there. That's totally an R2's character. And um, what I didn't like though was um, Luke winking at 3PO. And that was it. Oh, I, that was fine. No, I was okay with that, but that's it. That was his last interaction with 3PO. <laughs> what was he going to say to him? I don't know. He never really liked 3PO. Does anybody like 3PO? <laughs> yeah. He didn't have, many di have much dialogue in that. Yeah, 3PO wasn't really there except to just... You know what? He reminded me of the uh, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. The, the woman that repeats everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they were basically like, there doesn't seem to be any way out. And then 3PO was like, we've checked the scanners. There's no way out. I've just about had <laughs> I can't really give you any new information. But I liked everybody's interaction. With, like when Lance tells him to wipe that nervous look off your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, 3PO. Get that nervous look off he, your face. And when he tells the odds and he's like, shut up, shut up. And he had to finish yeah, it. Yeah, he wanted to cut stop, yeah. Well, and it was funny also when he was like, I can't take part in a mutiny. It would be against my protocol. <laughs> I never really thought about that, but that makes sense, right? I mean, a protocol droid, he can't do that. <laughs> right. R2, he wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, I guess... See, I still really like the movie. My my biggest problem would be, the fact is, the way the film was designed, you're rooting for Finn and Poe the whole time. Then to find out at the end that none of that needed to happen if they would have just followed the Vice Admiral's yeah, plan. right. But she didn't tell them the plan. I don't get why she would keep, keep that a secret. Like, as far as I'm concerned, she deserved to die on that ship because she was a jerk. Yeah, she was very unlikable. And, and I all thought, these people saying, oh, she's a vice admiral, she doesn't need to tell him. I'm like, this isn't a real military, folks. This is a resistance that's down to what, 100 people? They just lost their main leadership? They're yeah. running for their lives? Isn't that the time to play rank? And he was the commander. He's certainly the leader yeah. of, all the, of all the fighter squadrons. And he was begging her for some hope. Why wouldn't you say, well, here's the plan, we're going to try. Because the minute Leia finally tells him, oh, we're going to cloak these transports and they won't be noticeable, he's like, oh, that could work. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Why did you just tell him that? So the way I rationalize the whole Finn story is, it's not that it's useless because you get, if you get the character development. Yeah, I got that. And on TV, you can do that. In a movie, because Finn constantly runs away. See, Finn was constantly running away from his problems. That's, that was his thing. He always runs away when it gets scary. And that's what he was doing at the beginning of this movie. But then he learns to go head straight in, and that's why he almost gets himself killed. Because he was going to sacrifice himself. But then Poe learned his lesson of, oh, I should follow orders and fall back. There's a time to fight and a time to retreat. I think that's what you're supposed yes. to get from the movie, is that these characters learn their lessons, and they'll take them into the next movie. Right, this is what I, this is what I told somebody earlier. They, they got to the place they needed to get to, but the way they got there wasn't right. <laughs> Like, I guess. Some of that music, though, on Canto Bite was really good from Williams Point. There's that shot where the... I don't know what those beasts are called. They're called uh, ears or something. But they're running on the beach, and the moon's in the background, and John's music swells, and it has this E.T. like, feeling to it. And I'm like, wow. The guy's a genius. <laughs> like, he just has a way of Still taking these it. moments and making them magical. Even if you think the scene as a whole is not very needed, like, there's still these moments where he can make the worst of it the best of it. Right. What if yeah, we said he didn't write any new music, but... Eh, I don't know what he'll be. I think I don't even know if he's back, but... What I don't get is when they got out of the prison, why didn't they just follow that guy? <laughs> or, why didn't they just go back to find the actual coder guy? There's a lot of questions. And why can't they put regular aliens in? I know. Where, where's my Duras and my... Yeah, that's always a new alien. Here's the Hammerheads whole thing. and... With aliens Alibaba's and... I haven't seen before. Well, you can have new ones, but you gotta throw some. Yeah, exactly. Twi'leks. There, there was a Beauty and the Beast moment in that, that movie. That big... Oh. That woman that screams and goes... Oh! <laughs> so, uh, right in the beast. That that's right out of Beauty and the Beast. Huh. I do think though that sequence is something George would have done. It has that that just. What do you say about the do backs? Like some things you do because, just because you can do it. And I feel like it, it felt like the Padres kind of. You right. know what? I also thought it felt very uh, Grim Fandango. <laughs> With the big cats racing in Grim Fandango, and they're all betting and getting rich uh, off of it. Yeah. <laughs> it very much felt like Grim Fandango, and it was at nighttime. Uh, yeah, as I was watching that, I'm like, wow, this feels like Grim Fandango. 
Yeah, I thought Lucas would have done something like that. Now he probably would have had more of a story. He wouldn't have made the story. Was that, that didn't not, mean anything. Was that not the perfect spot to put Lando? That's what I thought. To be like, in, and even have him be the guy that they don't talk to. That's fine. <laughs> he could have just been there, like, yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna roll tonight. <laughs> that would have made that scene a hundred times better. Yeah, it would have. And then, and then never show him again. That's fine. <laughs> oh, so that's what Lando's up to. He's still Why didn't they just? Ha they should have just had Finn and uh, Rose succeed. Get the tracker off. They make the jump away. But then they got caught. Still, maybe on the way back or something. I don't know. Yeah, I would have. I would have had them succeed, like you said. Except it didn't work anyway. Like whatever happened. You know, they didn't yeah, have I just didn't like the fact that you hated the purple-haired lady, Holdo, the whole movie. Right. And then all of a sudden, right away, you're supposed to go, oh, but she's a hero. Ugh. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that part. Uh, and basically, on a, on a rewatch, got everybody wiped out. On a rewatch, did you like her better? No. No, okay. No. I feel right. like... The, well, That's here's the problem. problem. If I came into the movie theater late, right? I was going to the bathroom or something, and I missed all her scenes. And I come in at the part where Leia and her are holding hands and going, we lost too many friends today. She's like, I must stay back. Someone's got to command the ship. And then you see her do what she does. Right, and she right, right. The ship. You would be like, oh, she's great. But there's this disconnect between that character and the one that's egging... She was actually egging him on. She's like, you're a fighter jock. I've seen you kind before. Yeah. Get to your station. She was like being a jerk to him. You know? Yeah, that sounds like what the real military does. <laughs> she, was, she was having a real superiority complex. Right, and, and Poe even said something like. Oh, that's Admiral Holdo from the Battle of whatever, you know, like I don't yeah. know what he said because I always saw it once. But they never yeah. expanded upon that. Was that like, well, oh, I think he her expected her to be a man wiped out or, or something. She won a great victory. I wasn't sure. He just didn't, I don't think he expected her to be a woman, a woman yeah. or a woman that looked like that. He probably expected somebody different if you're an admiral. There was a lot of women in this movie. The social justice warriors, you can tell it's, you can tell there's Disney <laughs> fingers in the pot because it's, do you notice all the men were bumbling fools? Finn and Poe, <laughs> right, right, messed everything up. We're, we're screwed everything up. But, but Rose got everything right. Page, your sister, saves the day. <laughs> Leia saves the day. Holdo saves the day. Right? <laughs> Even that one A-Wing pilot they kept showing. Right. She was a girl. And then there's Rey, of course. And I don't know. But I can't really blame Disney too, for too many things because I don't really think Disney has much say in the story. I kind of agree with that, yeah. But I do think they probably have some things like, we need a lot of female characters in this. I do think they set some sort of, like, guidelines. <laughs> you know? Oh, for sure. You right. must have this many females, you must have this many ethnic yes, ethnicities. Yes, and exactly. Well, it's a worldwide business, so... Yeah. Just like Rogue One had a look at that cast. Yeah. But it's just as time goes forward, it feels like it's more and more being pushed by right, female, female leads. I can't believe it went this long without mentioning Kylo Ren, though. You know, like his... Oh, he, he was the star of the show. Yes, Hands yes. down. The second time I viewed it, I'm like... I hate to say it, but why was he not cast Anakin? <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> oh, my word. Things, but yeah. I know, but that's, that's really what we wanted to see. That level of conflict. But it's he really made you believe. Now, those the... scenes where they're like touching hands and they're like looking uh, at each other's yeah, I mean, corny. you really felt that that was real. Yeah, it could be corny. It could be like, I can't breathe. <laughs> so <laughs> the moment I met you, it's all rough, of course. <laughs> my heart is pounding, hoping that the kiss will not turn. I don't even remember the lines now. You know that fireplace scene in episode two? Yeah, right. That did not feel like this feel. So right, while he's healed, while he's, like using, while he's using the force to cut that fruit. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. All that kind of <laughs> stuff felt corny. This felt real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you really do feel the conflict in him. Like, just that look he snaps when Snoke's like, I was the one doing these force links. And he looks up like, oh, you manipulated me. <laughs> like, you can just read it right into his face. How can Snoke be like, I know your every thought, but then he can still, like, turn that <laughs> lightsaber on without him knowing? I don't quite understand Because that. he was turning the other lightsaber. I know, but he, he was he's... doing it at the same time. Yeah. Because I think, well, it's what Luke says, your overconfidence is your What do we think? Okay, what do we he, think about he was, the... he was too overconfident. About the showing the force. Um, like, seeing the living planet. You know how they showed that? Oh, when yeah. Luke was describing it. Those were her visions. You mean, instead of like an empire where you just he just says, I see a city in the clouds, and I see my friends, and you don't actually see anything. Right. And you just hear Luke describe it. That's how it's always been. Until, well, I guess it started in the prequels. Yeah, in episode three, right? When Anakin was having his dreams. You would see Padme. But yeah, they did yeah, that yeah. weird, like, red and shifted look to it. I was more talking about 
when Luke's describing the force and like seeing the, the living things, and then they yeah, show, she goes, like, I see the island. Right, I see and life. And there's all the little sprouts coming up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, that doesn't bother me. You're okay with that? All right. I was mostly good with it, yeah. It's different. I'm not going to lie. But see, I've come to grips. See, this is how I do it. This is not G-level canon. Here's how I do it. Okay. G-canon <laughs> is the Bible. G-canon is the Bible. G stands for George. No, G can also stand for God. <laughs> so George's word is God's word. G-canon is the Bible. It is the ultimate truth. It is the reality of Star Wars. Everything else may be true. But it might not be true. And if it is true, maybe it's only true from a certain point of view. Okay? So now we have D-Canon, which is Disney Canon. Okay. That's mostly true, because George handed it off. So it's inspired, kind of, but it's not maybe 100% accurate. So the way I look at it is, the G-level Canon is in, like, the holy texts that we have all the manuscript copies and we know there's no mistakes. But all these other things are like the Apocrypha. And yes, these events have happened, but maybe some of the details aren't exactly accurate. You know? Hmm. Oh, did Luke, did Luke really do that whole force projection to another planet? <laughs> or maybe that's just how the legend grew over time. See what I mean? Right, right. So then you can take like, oh look, they're doing the force more powerful, oh they're showing force visions. Well that's maybe just how it's been embellished over the years, the story that's handed down to us. That's kind of how I treated the EU before. Like, it's not, it's not real Star Wars, it's not maybe what actually happened, but it's as close to the truth that we have left because the original texts have been destroyed. Right. Because Yoda got angry and burnt the tree down. <laughs> you, could, you could make the argument that that kid at the end that uses the force on the broom handle is telling the story. <laughs> You could, and, and, and like you just said, you know, it was that shot specifically I think was done sloppily because I know I didn't and a lot of other people didn't notice that. I noticed it and I was on like, the second viewing, he, he walks over to it with his hand out and he, he gets within about four inches and then it comes to him. Right. So, it, like I didn't notice it the first time. They should have did a close-up shot of him like reaching out his hand and then showing the broom come, like draw your attention to it more because I missed it. I didn't have a problem with it because I thought it was like supposed to be vague. Like did he, didn't, did he or didn't he use the force there? I like that idea. Well, it definitely did, but then, right. But it, I, didn't, it didn't feel very Star Wars. No. It, it felt almost like a Star Wars commercial. And to end on... Like they were advertising toys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go out and buy your toys. Go out buy, with you, too. Your, your, your mom and dad will put it together for you. Your rebel <laughs> ring. <laughs> That's true. It was. They'll make those. They're playing cereal already. Yeah, why are they also in Rebels again? That's weird. Like, they were the Resistance and now they're Rebels again. Oh, yeah, good point. Because Rebel scum is more fun to say. True. Uh, uh, there's so many. Like, is there only one Star Destroyer in the First Order? <laughs> like, they couldn't, have, they couldn't have called another one in from hyperspace to cut off the, the Rebellion? No, they had a whole fleet of them chasing them. Uh, yeah, but uh, they could have called someone in in front of them to cut them off so that they couldn't keep flying away from them and run out of fuel. <laughs> it's like, I guess they could have, but it's like, imagine there's a boat chase in the water and it's the same issue. You would call in the Coast Guard to bring in a helicopter to catch up to that boat to stop it. <laughs> like, there's no... Yeah, but you would only do that if you thought you needed to. I think they were getting great pleasure out of just running them out of fuel and shooting them down. Sort of toying with them, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think it comes back to the overconfidence. And they may have been curious where they were heading to, too. Right, see if maybe there was another rebel. Did we ever figure out how the active tracking worked? <laughs> I didn't quite get that, because everyone kept saying it's impossible, but they've done it. Right, and um, it's like, well, what did they do? And it's, also, is there cloaking in Star Wars? Evidently, like prior well, to movie? but that was just cloaking their signal, though. Okay, it was cloaking their mean. signal. It wasn't cloaking their visual. Okay, I got you. So when they look on the radar, there's nothing there. Yeah, but looking out the window, those transports were so small from that distance, they wouldn't have shown up. I don't know why they didn't do that sooner. Well, it's we felt like Star Trek had cloaking. So Star Wars shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. They had some kind of... They probably they basically locked onto their transponder. And no matter where they went, they could follow that ship's transmissions or whatever. Yeah, it reminded me of Battlestar Galactica. Because that's how that show starts. But only Every time they jump 33 minutes later, the Cylons show up. Right. <laughs> Until they find out, like, who's tracking them. And why was there... Why, why could they only track one ship? What The technology was so new or difficult or something to use that... I don't know. Probably. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't question some of that stuff too difficult. Too, too harshly, because... It's like techno babble. To really explain it, that's the kind of thing I would spend six months on, like figuring out exactly how it 
Like, no, no, this is foolproof. There's, there's not a pothole here. I'll say it's the first time, though, in Star Wars that I was ever concerned about fuel. Like, <laughs> you ever notice? Like, that never has been, right. been an issue before. Han's never like, well, I got fuel for one more jump. Right, exactly. He always has fuel. Although he does stop it at, at Cloud City and say, refuel and fix the hyperdrive. Doesn't he say that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, so. But, but it's never been an issue where someone's like, oh, we only have this much fuel. You just assume the ship can go and go and go. Yeah, you just think I thought like, they, like, I thought they ran on solar power or something. Right. I don't know. Or some renewable energy. Crystals or something. You put one of those foxes in, right? And it just powers the, <laughs> powers the ship. There's a bunch of porgs running on treadmills. What'd you think about those? Well, I was relieved that the amount they were in. It was just a random amount. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure. The scene was pretty funny. It could have been a triple situation. <laughs> like half the movie was them trying to get them off the Falcon or something. I can't tell how smart they are, though. Because they're making sad faces. <laughs> that puppy dog eating. eyes yeah. at Chewie eating the... Now, Chewie already killed it. <laughs> yeah, right, he he lopped it. off its head. He roasted it. He <laughs> might as well eat it. <laughs> it looked really good, actually. I thought Chewie was underused. Or not used properly. I don't know. He didn't, always been underused. he didn't have that moment where he like took out four guys. Like, what's he gonna rip the arms off the door? Wait, he busted down the door. <laughs> yeah, into Luke's place. He needs to rip the arms off of somebody. The party says the, the Millennium Falcon's next uh, deflector shield is going to be a triangle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta go for all the shapes. I was actually scared this movie that the Falcon was gonna get destroyed. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I think oh, when they said was. blast that ship out of the sky, I'm like, oh, this could be it. That's before I knew Ray was on board. Because you don't know she's on board at first. Right. You know? You just see it coming in with Chewie and I'm like, ooh, this Like it could crash and Chewie could live, you know, but the ship could be damaged beyond repair. How badly did you want to see um Anakin when Yoda showed up? <laughs> I was like, actually oh. I was more thinking about Obi-Wan. Or somebody yeah, somebody like Because Obi-Wan. Like who thing showed like the back of his head with Yoda and then had the voiceovers? Like, I'm sure there's some clips of Alec Guinness voiceover they could have used, like or a voiceover artist. Yeah. Right. And just never show his lips moving. Or you can do that technology though, where you, you know, where you put someone else's lips on that face. Right? You can make that pretty believable. I kind of wanted to see Obi-Wan. I just can't believe they went back to a puppet. But uh, yeah, his, his, face, even, his face was too squished. Did you notice that? Even it wasn't tall enough. It was like that was squished. Yoda looked funny. It's because his head was in the right shape. Yeah. How do you screw that up? That's, That's what I don't get. I know. George already screwed it up in the Phantom Menace and he learned. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and he fixed it. It's like that was and then they brought it back. Years ago. There was something magical in that Empire movie that you'll never get back. <laughs> so don't... I don't know if it was the lighting. I think, still think it was the shape of the puppet's head. It was just the right proportion to not look like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. I felt right. like I was watching a Muppet version. Like I'm watching a Muppet movie and Yoda shows up in the Muppets. <laughs> I mean, I was half ready for Whoopi Goldberg to show up. <laughs> her and her non-eyebrows. <laughs> and his laugh didn't seem right. I think Frank's voice is getting a little oh, yeah, different, yeah. different enough that I was even... He couldn't pull off the laugh, Frank. Did you notice when he laughed? It didn't quite sound like the Yoda we remember. Hmm? Page turners they are not. Yeah, why'd that bother you so much? <laughs> just sounds like... Oh, man. But man. isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Are you like, have you read those books? He's like, they're not even that good to read. Why do you want to save them? So say that. <laughs> Don't say page turners they are not. I think he had a little too much backwards speak, too. It was a little over the top. Mm -hmm. Did you notice? Because yeah, Yoda doesn't always speak backwards. And how did they get the books? Did Ray take some of them? And that shot's not nearly long enough. You told me about it, and I had to specifically watch. And I'm like, he's someone who's drawing for the blanket. Oh, it's gone. Uh, I, <laughs> I yeah, can't I even read the binding. I'm just like, yeah. what's the books? I think they are. They must be. That's, that, that was the point of showing you getting a blanket. I wonder how much time they'll skip. Hans Dice, we didn't talk about. Yeah, they um, just disappear because they weren't real. I'm almost positive those are going to show up in uh, the Han Solo movie. Oh, how he got him? Yeah, it's going to be I want to see some Sabak. Yeah, I, I would like to see that too. Well, we should see how he gets the Falcon from Lando, right? That better be. I mean, what's the point of the movie if you're not going to show that? <laughs> what's the point of the movie? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not expecting much out of that movie. If that's not the point, it won't be Yeah, that's the only scene I want to see. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> just have to watch those 15 minutes. I want to I want to see if he actually won it fair and square. I have a feeling he didn't. Han's version of fair and square is more like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, he didn't really have a card up his sleeve, maybe. But maybe he, like, got the dealer drunk or something. Or, like, Lando was wearing sunglasses and he could see the reflection. 
<laughs> uh, or like, it comes uh, out in May already. So we only have six months to the next movie. Yeah, is that next crazy coming out then, or is it, was that delayed? It's, I saw a poster, it said May 25th at the theater. Oh, okay. I don't know if that poster's incorrect now. But I mean, this will come out on video in probably like April. Right, yeah. And then, boom, solo. Oh yeah, this May, yep, May 25th. But then we have to wait till, yeah, 2021. No, wait, what year is it? 17. <laughs> 19, right, 2019? Yeah, December, I guess. Although maybe JJ will delay it another six months. I would imagine, yeah. I'd, I'd really like to get out of this Christmas time for the movies. There's too many conflicts with other things. I miss the I miss the premiere. There's something special about seeing it that first night with all the Uber fans. I'm sure they clapped as soon as the screen the lights go out, right? Oh. I have to tell you my little story here. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> so I'm sitting there. It's you know starts at seven. They play like one of those you know turn off your cell phone commercials. Yeah. And then and then the the Lucasfilm logo comes on, and I was like, oh, must be a trailer for the Han Solo movie. I didn't realize there was one. And then it mm -hmm. says a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And I was like, oh, this must be like a spoof. I heard they're making a Spaceballs. Uh, like <laughs> no, it was the real and movie. Then the crawl comes on. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So there was no, no trailers, trailers at all. No trailers, right into the movie. Is that how that theater works? I know. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Huh. Yeah, I had to wait like 20 so, minutes. So, now the IMAX, they start their trailers ahead of time. So that right at the time the movie's supposed to start, it starts. And then... That's the way Oh, yeah. That, that was a good idea. And then, when they're on crate, and Big Deal is just about to kill himself, and Rose comes and saves him, and then she kisses him, the the screen went dark, and the sound turned off. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and, like, um, she just kissed him, and that was it. <laughs> like, as soon as she kissed him. And then uh, it took about like five minutes and then they got it back coming on. But they rewound it eight minutes. And for a minute and a half of that, there was no sound. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it was like when Kylo was um, choking General Hux. <laughs> and like everyone okay. started laughing because it's really funny. It's <laughs> getting choked with no sound. Or, like, <laughs> okay, that does sound funny. I'm picturing it in my <laughs> head. Just like him like going like, ah, making neck neck. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> people didn't start doing lip sync uh, like adding their own dialogue. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I got to see a bonus six minutes. So you didn't miss any? No, no, I didn't miss any. And then I played fine at the end. But How did you feel? Okay, since that happened, that seemed very apropos moment for the lighting to go off. How did you feel about that kiss? <sighs> I felt like a little kid that was eight years old going, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want to see that. Well, and Finn didn't look too terribly into it either. I was kind of like, what? I thought she was a lesbian for most of the movie, so, <laughs> so I was a little surprised. I just wasn't feeling chemistry between them. No, same thing. It felt forced. I think that was how it was supposed to be. Like, she was... She liked him, but he, he wasn't reciprocating it. But not that he didn't like her. He just I know I said I didn't like Holdo, but out of all the characters, I really don't see why they even invented Rose. I said Rose was a ruse. Well, I still feel she was a waste. Like, there was really no reason to invent that character. Because well, when Finn finally meets Rey and he hugged her, I was like, now that's what I wanted to see. Thank you. I like right. that friendship. We already have a best friend. We don't need a second best friend. <laughs> <laughs> this universe isn't big enough for two friends. So you thought Paige and Rose were a thing? And well, not sisters. Yeah. I had considered that <laughs> just because of the way the world is today. I'm like, is that what they're doing? Uh, yeah. I thought what they're doing. I, that would have been what I texted you. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like, oh, yes, about that. You said Medallion of Devotion. Do you realize there is two Easter eggs from our movie? In that movie. It blew my mind. This is what Ray I mean. says, Ray says, you did not fail your apprentice. Kylo failed you. <laughs> I'm like, oh my word, that's right out of our movie. They're quoting Dark Encounter. <laughs> and the way she said it was almost how I said it. Did you notice that? I missed that. <laughs> it's in the scene. Where she's sitting there at the big, the great seal from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, if you take the cup past that, the whole thing cracks and falls down. She's sitting there in that light where they tried to make it look like in the trailer she was talking to Kylo Ren, but she wasn't. And yeah, she stands up and says, you know, you didn't fail your apprentice. Yeah, I remember her. You didn't fail Kylo, Kylo failed you, saying that. And I'm like, oh my word. Similar. Oh yeah. Well, next time you, you watch it, there will be a next time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, there will be. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to look out for that. I think you'll like it better the second time. That's what I'm wondering. I think this movie's gonna grow on you. I think... I think what happened to me was Seven actually decreased on me over time. I thought I liked it a lot, and then over time I was like, eh. And then Rogue One came out, and I'm like, you know what, I think Rogue One was better. Because it felt more Star Wars. I, mean, I don't know if it's just because the era, seeing actual TIE right. fighters, you know, probably. But, but 
But this one, I thought, I feel like, I feel like it, it's doing its job as a middle chapter. I think once we have the, the nine in there, because I think Empire did the same thing, right? People didn't like it at first. But yeah. now somehow everybody thinks it's the best movie. Yeah. Which kind of irks me, because I only pick it because it's the first one I saw. It's my nostalgia. And everyone else picks it for different reasons. Yeah, I think episode nine can make eight better. Depending on where things end up. Yeah, because they can take the story elements and kind of twist them. That concludes this talk. I should, do, you know what I think I should do for this? Just release the whole thing raw. Yeah, like the boring so. stuff. And I think I'll speed it up so we're talking real high pitched. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> because it'll make it funny, <laughs> and it'll make it shorter. Because, <laughs> because it's like, because it'll be the like we're acting like children, you know, I the child's part. New, I should. So I explain it now so I can put this at the beginning. Let's have this talk as this. if we're children. Let's have this talk as if we're children. Child's heart, just like those little children at the end. Oh. We are the true children of the force. Questions, comments, complaints? Email us at 2GPMMORPG at gmail.com. 2GPMMORPG is a CWNP production.